Hello everyone, this is Tommy with iZero and I just returned from some international travel. So instead of coming to you from the iZero headquarters, I'm coming to you today from my home studio in the beautiful mountains of Colorado. As I said, I just returned yesterday from an overseas trip, so today I want to talk to you about a valuable tool for your security when you're traveling overseas. That tool is the State Department Travel Advisory website, or travel.state.gov. This is a great one-stop location to get information for your upcoming travel, whatever country you're going to. The State Department's Travel Advisory website is a resource I started using many years ago when I was in the Army. I had a job that I spent a lot of time traveling overseas to many countries, and this site was always the first place I stopped to get information about documentation requirements like passports and visas, and to get travel advisory so I would know what I should be on the lookout for should any trouble be happening in whatever country I was traveling to. So what's on the website? Let's call it up and I'll talk you through a little audio tour. Okay, let me go ahead and type in travel.state.gov. And what I get is their splash page that has several large buttons right in the center. The upper left is get a U.S. passport, which is a great place to start if you don't already have a passport. Give you things like timelines, documentation requirements, what the picture that you submit needs to look like, things like that. But what I really want to draw your attention to is the button in the top center, which is find international travel information. Now, go ahead and click on that and you get to their information travel or I'm sorry, international travel page and in this section, let's go ahead and I'm going to click on Before You Go. Okay, clicking on Before You Go, the very first link right under the Before You Go uh, graphic that they have here is the Traveler's Checklist. This is really the meat of what I want to talk to you about uh, on this web page. It's really going to have everything that you need to get going. So first, you're going to see Get Informed. You click the little plus button and it says safety and security information. So that gives you a link to travel.state.gov backslash destination, which we're going to go through in a, in a second here. Then it talks about crisis planning, health precautions, and, and money matters. So those are some very important things to get informed about before you go. And then also it's, it says every traveler is unique. Learn more before you travel. And it has several specific travel types that you can click on if you want to get more information that's just outside of just normal tourism travel. Things like adventure travel, high-risk area travelers, journalists, faith-based travelers, things like that, LGBTI travelers, travelers with disabilities. It's really got a lot of information that you can specifically key in on so you can find out what your situation is going to mean to you as you travel to certain places overseas. The next drop down here is get required documents. So go ahead and click the little plus sign here. And it talks about, first it gives you a warning to safeguard your documents, uh, making copies of them, other recommendations. Then it gets into talking to you about your passport and the timeline that you need to apply for a new one or how valid your current one should be. Uh, otherwise, some countries may not let you enter. Talks about children's passports uh, and Europe travel via Canada or uh, the United Kingdom. Then it talks to you about visas and how you can get a visa and if you even need one for your destination. It goes on to talk about medications because not all medications are legal in all countries. I 
traveled to South America not long ago and found that you couldn't take Neosporin. And if you actually were looking for Neosporin, you wouldn't be able to find it anywhere without getting a prescription from a doctor. Then it talks about consent for travel with minors and then an international driving permit because not many countries recognize a U.S. driver's license, so you can get an international driver's permit to take care of that if you want to rent a car, you know, you know somebody out there is going to let you drive their car, <laughs> or whatever. Uh, you can go ahead and, and get an international driving permit, or the information for getting an international driver's permit uh, here get required documents. The next drop-down after that is Get Enrolled, and that's a specific link to get you to the Smart Traveler Enrollment Program or the STEP program, which is a really great program for you staying informed by letting the embassy know how they can reach you while you're in country. You don't know what's going to happen, and should something unforeseen happen or even foreseen, but you had to go to that country anyways, the embassy will know how to get in touch with you, give you the proper warnings, give you the proper procedures that need to be taken to safeguard yourself and your family. And then if you need to be evacuated for whatever reason, the STEP program can alert you to that fact. After Get Enrolled, the last drop down here is Get Insured. And Get Insured talks about health insurance because many foreign medical facilities require cash up front and don't, uh, they don't accept U.S. insurance plans. So health insurance, you know, some, something supplemental can, can really help you out there. It also talks about uh, emergency evacuation insurance. So as we're talking about the STEP program, if they identify that you need to go, and you don't have a good way to do so, emergency evacuation insurance may be the way to go. So you may want to look into that you know, based on whatever country you're traveling to. Then also trip interruptions, cancellations, flight delays, lost or stolen luggage, other unexpected expenses. You can get additional insurance to cover all of those things. So you can find uh, information about all of these different kinds of insurance in the Get Insured dropdown. Then if you go a little further down, they have specific links for information for travel agents, which uh, if you're listening here, you're probably not a travel agent. You're probably going to travel on your own. Uh, travel to high-risk areas, traveling with firearms, taking a pet with you, traveling during a tropical storm or during tropical storm season, FBI safety and security information for U.S. students traveling abroad, Customs and import restrictions, global entry, and TSA pre-check information. All of these are links to take you to those places to get those specific bits of information. Now, I want to go ahead and take you to what I feel is one of the most important things on this website, and that is the travel advisories page. So if you go back up to the Get Informed dropdown and click the plus sign, then you click on travel.state.gov backslash destination, then on the country information page, click on safety and security messaging, then click on travel advisory. And there's a link here that says travel.state.gov backslash travel advisories. That's the link we're going to click on. There's another link that also says travelmaps.state.gov for a global view. And I've found that that is actually kind of a little bit of a squirrely page there. So I, I don't want to take you to that one. I'm going to take you instead, like I said, to the travel advisories page that will give you specific information based on the country you're going to. Before we go there, I want to talk to you about the four levels 
of travel advisory that you're going to find on the travel advisory page. So level one is exercise normal precautions. Keep your head on a swivel, looking around, make sure everything's okay. The stuff that we talked about previously in the Own Your Own Space podcast, all of that applies here. Uh, level two is exercise increased caution. So be aware of heightened risks and, uh, to safety and security. The State Department provides additional advice for travelers in these areas in the travel advisory. Uh, then level three is reconsider your travel. There are serious risks to safety safety and security. And of course, the State, the State Department is going to provide additional advice for travelers in these areas. So yeah, like I said, reconsider travel. Don't go if you don't have to. And then level four is do not travel. This is the highest advisory level due to the greatest uh, likelihood of life-threatening risks. We're talking places like Afghanistan. So those are places the typical person would not want to go. They, they actually base their levels on several risk indicators. So you're looking at crime, terrorism, civil unrest, health problems, the potential for natural disaster, maybe some time-limited event like elections, sporting events, something like that that could pose safety risks. And then there are, are other things that, that may crop up that will be listed in the travel advisory. And then the last one that they look at is kidnapping or hostage-taking risks. You know, criminal, criminals or terrorist organizations may have put out threats about seizing citizens of certain countries, U.S. or otherwise, or have just actually gone out and done that, demonstrated that that is a real and ongoing problem. So those are the risk indicators that go into the travel advisories. So I'll go ahead and click on the travel.state.gov backslash travel advisories link. Give it a second here. And then you get a list of countries and advisories. We're looking at, you got the advisory, it says what the, the country is, then it says what the level of travel advisory is, and then it gives you the day that it was updated, that the travel advisory was updated. Kind of considering what other what, what countries are in the news right now, or, or what locations around the world are in the news right now, you know, thinking about maybe Hong Kong here, and just on a quick glance here, the travel, the Hong Kong travel advisory, I see that that's a level two Exercise ex uh, increased caution, and it was updated on October 7th, 2019. So if I click on that, the top says Hong Kong Travel Advisory. It gives the date again and gives the level, level two, exercise increased caution. Then it gets down into the summary, starting with exercise increased caution in Hong Kong due to civil unrest. It describes the civil unrest, political demonstrations, etc. And then it talks about if you decide to travel to Hong Kong, monitor local media, etc. Then avoid the areas of demonstration. Then exercise extreme caution if you are in the vicinity of large gatherings or protests. Be aware of your surroundings. Keep a low profile. Review your flight status with your airline or the Hong Kong International Airport website. Follow U.S. Consulate General Hong Kong on Facebook or Twitter, which actually is is a really great um, resource for information. All the U.S. consulates around the world have Facebook and Twitter, and you can get out, uh, get onto those those Facebook or Twitter pages and monitor what's going on. 
It then advises you to enroll in the Smart Traveler Enrollment Program that I'm going to cover here in just a little bit. It talks about reviewing the Crime and Safety Report for Hong Kong and gives you a link so you can go and get that Crime and Safety Report. And then it also talks about having a contingency plan for emergency operations. So that really is about it for the uh, the travel advisory summary for Hong Kong. Now, if I go back to the main list here, we'll go ahead and look at one that's a, a level. Let's see, well, what else we got that's level two? Hong Kong, Papua New Guinea is, is level two. Belgium, France. France is a level two. Well, let's see, why is, why is France a level two? Oh, because of terrorism and civil unrest. Terrorism groups plotting possible attacks in France, etc., etc. Interesting. All right. So going back, let's look at level one here. I'll just pick a level one at random. How about Liechtenstein? Liechtenstein is a, it has a very short summary. Of course, it starts with the header Liechtenstein Travel Advisory, gives the date October 8th, 2019, when they last updated it. And then again, it says that it's a level one exercise normal precautions. And the summary is very short. It just says to uh, read safety and security section on the country information page. Then it talks about enrolling in step, following on Facebook, and reviewing the, the crime safety report. So, not a whole lot going on that you need to pay attention to in Liechtenstein other than just generally staying safe. So let's uh, jump back here and have a look at the STEP program. So what is the STEP program? I'll go ahead and click on one of these links that are all over the place. There are a lot of links to the STEP program all over the State Department website. So when you click it, you go to the Smart Traveler Enrollment Program, a service of the Bureau of Consular Affairs, U.S. Department of State website. It's, it starts with a summary. What is STEP? The Smart Traveler Enrollment Program, STEP, is a free service to allow U.S. citizens and nationals traveling and living abroad to enroll their trip with the nearest U.S. embassy or consulate. The benefits of enrolling in STEP are receive important information from the embassy about safety conditions in your destination country, helping you make informed decisions about your traveling plans, help the U.S. embassy contact you in an emergency, whether natural disaster, civil unrest, or family emergency, and help family and friends get in touch with you in an emergency. At the bottom, stay informed, stay connected, stay safe. And of course, STEP has both Facebook and Twitter buttons that you can push to follow it. So you would need to go up and, and create an account, and then you can let the uh, State Department know where you're going, and then they can make sure that they push you all of that important information that you may need. So that about covers it for the summary I wanted to give you today about the travel.state.gov website. It's a really valuable resource with a whole lot of information, and we just scratched the surface. So please get on there and navigate around. Find those great bits of information that I didn't talk about that are there specifically for your situation as you travel overseas. It can really keep you safe. It can make sure that as you transition from this country to another country, it goes as smoothly as possible. And it can also make sure that you get information that is timely as it emerges and as you need it. So please, like I said, go out there and have a look. And wherever you go in this world, I hope you stay safe and I hope you stay secure. Keep your head on a swivel and keep your situational awareness and you'll be just fine. 
This is Tommy from iZero wishing you a great day and I'll talk to you next time.